<laughs> That's a pretty good song. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nice. <laughs> if you haven't watched all these movies, I know, man. Come on. I know. What's up, everyone? Paul Pasolakis live on real estate. Sal Cusmano. Good morning. Uh, how you doing, man? Good. Yeah? Pretty good. We are live on real estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. We have an absolute special guest, uh, kind of going along with the theme music. We've got Andy Dirks. How are you, sir? Good, good. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, man. Andy Dirks, former uh, Detroit Tiger turned uh, real estate agent. That's correct. So we're going to talk to Andy a little bit about you know how the transition's gone. We're going to talk to him a little bit about, you know, ooh, I, got, I should probably turn this down. You're jamming, man. Yeah, I, I just you get, <laughs> it, it, you we're get pumped hard, up. Hard to turn it down. Yeah. Man. So some of the headlines we're going to talk about uh, a lot of news in the uh, a lot of things in the news about rising interest rates. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about credit scores and an agent. Uh, maybe if we touch on, she had uh, some some tacos uh, on her <laughs> rider that helped her sell a house. So, I saw that. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting, right? So uh, we'll get back to Andy. Andy, give us some. Ba- I mean, obviously, dude, you are an ex athlete you were you played for the detroit tigers you were part of the 2011 alcs really a, a good career i mean you kind of worked your way through i don't want to spend too much time on your career but give me some background on how you think like you know how your career went i mean it seems like you were like a workhorse i mean you just worked your way through everything yeah I, I, i've basically been in every level of baseball possible yeah you know, from t-ball I, I went to a junior college first right wichita state then for two years, got drafted and hit pretty much every level moving forward. Yeah. I think, you know, what I, I had talent, but the way I could separate myself was by doing everything pretty well. Right. You know, kind of being the jack of all trades where I could bunt, I could run a little bit, you know, I could get some hits. I played great defense, good base running. Yeah. So that's the way. And mm-hmm. I tell kids all the time, I do speaking engagements. The way you want to look at it is how can you separate yourself in the marketplace? Right, in, like anything, any in anything you do. Business, right? yeah. like with my real estate business now. Right. I'm looking for ways, how can I separate myself from the average agent out there? Right, because right. like, let's be honest, at your level in that in that profession, everybody's talented. Yeah. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, it's not like nobody, like everybody's got talent. It, it actually turns into what are you going to do to separate yourself? How hard are you going to work? What, what is going to be your niche? Where are you going to like carve your, your way into the, into the sport, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what, you know, you get into a lot of, just in life in general, everybody says work hard and you get whatever you want. Yeah. Or I hustle. <laughs> the hustle. Everybody, let me Hashtag tell you. Hashtag hustle, right? Those, those two things, that's just the ante to play the game. Yeah. Right. That's the ante for life if you want to be successful. I like so, that. That's good. So you go from there. My dad worked his butt off. Yeah. Day in, day out. Woke up at 5 a.m., got home at 5 at night. Yeah. Labor job. Worked his butt off. Made, you know, at the end was making 38 grand. Just, right? Yeah. He was hustling. So He was hustling. He was up early. He was working <laughs> hard, man. Yeah. So for people to say that always just is kind of like, well, you got to add value. You got to find ways to add value. Mm-hmm. That's a that's something we talk about all the time, Sal. Is how do we add value? Mm-hmm. Right, right. I mean, you know, it's uh, like you said, it's a big playing field out here, and uh, there's so many different people offering different things. There's no way to really just uh, come in and say, "I'm going to do my job," you know, mm-hmm. clock in and clock out, and expect to be successful. Like you said, that's the ante to play. That yeah. is. I mean, everybody. I mean, if you're not doing that, if you don't want to do that, just go get you a yeah. nine to five, that's whatever, it. and. Uh, and call to call to life, so, and, yeah. and that's cool. the The good thing is, there's enough. Everybody has their own niche. Yeah. So we need we need people that are teachers. 
We need mm-hmm. people that are in a lot of different occupations. Yeah. And they're working hard. So when I hear hustle, 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 the teachers are hustling, hustling, hustling. Yeah. With these, the elementary uh, school My wife. teachers. <laughs> yeah. You want to talk about tired. Yeah. I got a, I got miserable. a two and a half year old and a one year old and I get home to my wife Man, and I'm like, my like day you. was easy. <laughs> Dude, we got a lot in common. I've got a two and a one year old. Hey, right what, why, why do we do that to ourselves? I don't know. Well, I mean, we can get into that. That's a whole other <laughs> yeah. thing. So yeah, dude. So obviously, I mean, you, you spent a lot of time working very hard at your craft, um, you know, had success. And now, I mean, what made you decide to go into real? I mean, there's a lot of places you could have gone into, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why real estate? I just uh, definitely, first of all, it's a way to create your own business. Yeah. That doesn't take a huge investment mm-hmm. monetarily. Yeah. You know, you can get into the, the restaurant businesses. A lot of athletes love risky stuff. Yeah, they dump their money in this like high nature. risk. High, yeah, 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 the high risk, high reward. Yeah, where I saw real estate, and I've always loved houses. I worked mm-hmm. a, uh, for a contractor in college. Some, you know, we put on roofs. Yeah, I've always loved construction, and then it, I didn't know where I wanted to fit into the space of real estate. And then the lady who sold us our house, Amy Williams, who I uh, ended up basically, she was my mentor for about yeah. a year in Kansas. Uh, I had such a good transaction. It was so amazing, and I'd worked with real estate agents in the past, and it wasn't like that. So she was a cut above. She was a cut above. You got it. You got it. And I said, there's something to this. There is some serious value that she's adding, not only for herself financially, but to other people's lives. Right. Mm -hmm. Here's the beauty of of your profession now is, you know, you talked about, like, everybody's good at the level that you were playing at. Real estate agents, there's a lot yeah. of bad agents. Oh, man. man. <laughs> really, as competition wise, I mean, not to be not a jerk. Yeah, you know. Well, if you look at the statistics, it's like 10% of the agents are doing 80% of the work. Yeah. Right. But that's uh, Wilford Petro, his 80 20 rule in life. Yeah, I mean, it's across Everything's the board. Every 20. Yeah. 80 20. But it's got to be odd. You came from a really competitive background where everybody's good. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, you, you just have to be a little bit better. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's basically, you know, going from the big leagues yeah. to, uh, competing in in more of a high school little league realm yeah but there's still some competition out there it's oh, it's yeah, a different sure. kind of competition i've gotten my butt kicked by middle-aged women a lot <laughs> and they're good right yeah, yeah. they're good 100%. at what they do there's you know some it. really good ones and my my whole goal is to build a business around people who don't have the good one yet yeah right? yeah because yeah. if you got the good one already no there's, there's no, no there's there's no you know there's no value for you right, right? how am i going to add more value right, right? Yeah. But I can add a ton of value to somebody who doesn't have an agent or who's just kind of leaning on their cousin. You know, right. I, there's a million analogies you can go into with this. Well, it's, uh, it, yeah. it's funny because the ante to play in real estate or mortgage or, you know, this business is just getting licensed, right? Yeah. You can yeah. be a hobby. We go for, go for <laughs> a week and not know anything about the right. business and you can be pretty dangerous. Right? Yeah. I mean, you could write a contract and yeah. legally execute, you know, the, hopefully, person. hopefully the good thing is we have a brokerage <clears throat> over us who yeah. will most of the time watch. You know, what you, yeah. 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 If you put a contract in and it's completely wrong, somebody's going <laughs> to yeah. catch it. Right. Yeah. You got support. Yeah. Someone yeah. Will, yeah. Hopefully. yeah. There's a lot of people here that support us. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So, I know. How do you feel, man? I feel good. Supporting. You look good today, buddy, by the way. It's funny because we've got like a supreme athlete and like the complete opposite. Yeah. <laughs> His hair looks man. nice. He, he's Thanks. a good looking dude. But Paul he, told me I need a haircut yeah, like, did, real yeah. bad. I'm like, Sal, you need a haircut. <laughs> you can you can tell when a guy's really obsessed about his hair because the wind's blowing about 25. Yeah. And when I walked in, 
my hair's all over the place. This guy looks like he just, I mean, he it, just combed it in the man. mirror for about 30 minutes. It, it, when does, he walked in. it doesn't move much. No. no. A lot of hairspray. Man. <laughs> you just get cat flat. Andy <laughs> fit right in. You're, I love it. You're, you should be a staple on the show. Um, so let me ask you this. I mean, you're from Kansas. You played in Detroit. Um, one question I have for you is like, you know, you're setting up roots in Detroit now. Mm-hmm. You know, is it like, what, was it you fell in love with the area or you fell in love with someone? Like, you know, what brought you here to, to and like, do you, you love it here to the point where you're like, okay, this is where I'm where I'm going to be. Yeah, there's not many many avenues in life where you can take a small town kid from Kansas who grew up on a dirt road. Yeah, and put him into a a big city. Yeah, a big metro city, mm-hmm. and people love him. Right? <laughs> yeah, because I yeah. I kind of represented what Detroit represents: the 100%. blue blue collar, hardworking mm-hmm. American people who have a dream. And they they go for it, and yep. I kind of represent that dream for a lot of a lot of people. I think yeah. when I was playing, because I'm not like I said, I wasn't uber talented. I was good, mm-hmm. but I just kept working and kept grinding yeah, yeah, and yeah. running into walls and doing all the things that nobody else really wanted to do at times. And the people kind of just attracted to that. Well, that's what people don't get about our area. We are hard on our athletes, very hard on our athletes. Yeah, yeah. but you show us your heart. In Detroit, we're gonna we're gonna like give you that ten times back. Yes, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's a fact. You know, Philadelphia is the worst. The thing about Detroit is, if they see that you're really getting after it, yeah, yeah, and you're making adjustments and trying we, to we, get, we it, notice it. You can see it. Yeah, you know, you can see it. And in Detroit, people actually watch the game. Oh yeah, yeah. a lot of cities they don't. A lot of cities it's just there as a social event. Yeah. In Detroit, it's weird because the crowd's not as loud as some places at times. It's because people are focusing engaged and, and engaged yeah. in watching the. You know, you go to we go to Oakland in the playoffs, and this place is like a football arena, yeah. packed with football fans. Right, they're right. just screaming the whole time. No, they no. don't even know why. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, Detroit. I, I mean, we love that. our sports here. Yeah. Man. I mean, that's pretty much all we got a lot of times. You know, so that's interesting, man. So obviously, you're you're, you're you love being in Detroit now. Yes, yeah. I I married a, a Bloomfield Hills girl. Okay, so a Detroit girl. Yeah, and uh, we lived in Kansas for a little bit, and then it was a no brainer to move back. I love Michigan. This area has always been really good to me. People are, have been amazing to me. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, welcome. I mean, we love the fact that you're here. I mean, you know, it's always good to have good people come back to our city and talk good about it because a lot of people kind of poo-poo our city a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I got that a lot because not being from here, they're like, why? Why? Why would you go there? Yeah, well, always, I said, you don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> You really don't unless you're here, right? That's right. And I always find it interesting when someone's, you know, playing in L.A. and then all of a sudden they get traded to, to Detroit. It's right, like, man. It's a know, big what shift. If, yeah, what it, I wonder what they think in their head. I mean, obviously they played here, but you know, living here. Yeah, um, yeah. I would say for most people, the city you play in doesn't hold a ton of water at times. It's just kind of where where your stance is and where you're going to stay for a little bit. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you know there's going to be an off season you're leaving, so yeah. it, you don't have to invest a ton into a city. Right. There are guys that do. And yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool when you see guys who pick up, move, move their well, family. With, like with Houston. Yeah. Guys not from Houston when the flood hits, right? They're like, we're here to help. Yeah. And they're donating money. They're doing a lot of good mm-hmm. things. Guys in, in this city have done great things for charities for kids yeah. and, and the school systems. That's awesome, man. So let's get into some of these topics real quick and we'll 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 you know we'll get we'll circle back. But there's some articles, man. CNBC, we'll go to the first one. Mortgage rates jumped to the highest in four years, an ominous sign for spring housing. Real negative on the market. Some lenders <laughs> listen, this is a great headline. Some lenders will be at four and a half percent. Like it's a bad thing, yeah. right? Yeah. 
like, oh my god, yeah, like what are we gonna do? It's gonna it's be four over. and a half percent. Us, us millennial people just have no idea what interest rates even are. Right. No idea. You know, like oh man, four and a half percent. What are we gonna do, I Sal? Know, it's funny when I'm when I quote a rate and it's like, well. We're at 4.375. They're like, why so high? Oh, my yeah, yeah. God. Dude, what are we really? going to do? They've never like, seen 12, 15%. Yeah, but the no funny thing is, they'll pay 25 on their credit card all day. All day. <laughs> Every day. To get yeah. an Xbox. Yep. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, look, the, the rates are going up. We know that, right? Uh, yeah. The economy is doing well. The economy is doing well. Mm-hmm. And it's rates inevitable. going up is a good thing, right? People are That's making right. money. They That's should right. go up. And if you see rates go up, it means things are going pretty well. And the reality is, in my opinion, and Sal, you could speak to this. I don't think a half percent raise in interest rates are really going to change people's perception of buying a house. No, I don't think so. I think the only thing that, you know, people feel or at least like definitely some of the agents I talk to is like, well, there's not there's still not a lot of homes for sale. So if that becomes more expensive to buy. Right. Because prices are still going up. And if the rates go up, it's just getting harder to potentially afford buying a house but at that same point i mean it's hard to know what will happen in the market yeah if if you figure that out you're a genius yeah and and if people have been trying to do it for years (laughs) you're not a genius you're you're a psychic right Right. the the only thing that a lower interest rate does i think for most people is gives them a little bit more buying power right a little bit that's that's it so if a half a percent in your rate changes what you're going to buy then you probably shouldn't be buying that's a fact and what's the reason people move family Family reasons, life changes. Right? Life changes. Right. It's not because they say, "Oh, we can get a great interest rate." <laughs> yeah. They want to do that. They have to refinance the right. while ago, right? Yeah. It, 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 again, these headlines are funny to me. Yeah, yeah. It, it makes no sense. Again, the, the problem we're having is the shortage of inventory. That, Everybody a, knows that's that. a problem. Yeah. That is a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. we got buyers who are getting backed up, and then when you go to make an offer on a house, fourteen offers. You got it. If you the know. property's decent, right? Yeah. And then sifting through the garbage that people are putting on the market, too, that's way overpriced, right? Right, right. There's Things a lot that, of that. Yeah. There's a lot of correction right yeah. now. I see, you know. it's like Well, you know, we the, the big head of steam this summer, last summer, was incredible. Unreal. We couldn't uh, Appraisers couldn't keep up no. with, with the value. Right? right. Absolutely. Well, that's the problem. Appraisers, right, they look back. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah. the market's moving so fast. It's like, well, what are, what are they supposed to do? Yeah. Yeah, that's a fact. And, and a lot of people didn't probably didn't get what they should have got because the appraiser would come in and and say it it should be market value it, the whole appraisal system yeah, is kind of broken tough, in my man. opinion man it, it doesn't it's, really work well it's a lot of opinion it's all opinion you know they have a system supposedly they can go off of but you get one outlier as on your on your cma on your market analysis you know a home that he doesn't catch that you caught right or he or she doesn't catch that you caught or mm-hmm. vice versa it can change the value by 15 or 20 grand sometimes. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Easily. And it's just and even in those there are tough situations where the house clearly is the nicest house. It's worth it. People are willing to pay for it. There's multiple offers, but the rest of the comps just don't meet it, you know, and all of a sudden we're in a situation where it's like, well, can you just make up a comp? Yeah, know? well the upgrade upgrades happen. are the big deal right now yeah. too. Yeah. A lot of these houses haven't been upgraded in, in 10 or 12 time, years. Yeah. Green card. Right. 15 years, yeah. And people want an updated property. Everybody does. So if somebody put the money into it to update it, you're never going to get it all back. But they, they should get a better value for that home because right. they've already put work into it. Right. And uh, appraisers don't always see it that way. No. No, Almost unfortunately. Never. Yeah. 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 You know, like some in I'm, similar comps, you know, and, hey, you put 30, like and like. 30 yep. grand into your basement, but... 
We'll give you three grand for yep, it. Yep, that's yep. Tiff, Tiffany, what do you? Tiffany, by the way, is recording this whole thing. I don't know, Andy. This Tiffany. <laughs> Tiffany does our social media. How Hi, are you, Tiffany? Tiffany? What? How are you? Fantastic. Okay. What do you think about the market? <laughs> do you, do you own or? It's pretty good. Do you own a home or do you rent right now? Neither. Are you with your parents? Hey, I, I got I got somebody I can get your credit rolling, <laughs> and we'll start looking. We can start looking in about six months. We'll get your credit right, get your down payment ready. I'm actually looking now. She is, but she yeah, she is man. looking. Oh now. man, she, who's her up? Who did you who did you pick for your realtor? She doesn't have one yet. Uh-oh. You got one now. Look at that. There it is. There it is. We're making deals on, <laughs> on air. That's awesome. Um, another dumb headline. Excuse. I'm sorry for this. I'm saying I'm calling a dumb headline. Market euphoria may turn to despair if 10-year yield jumps to 3%. Again, fear in the marketplace. They keep talking about this fear of the market. I get it. Look, we went through something in 2008 that caused a lot of like negative emotions in that period. I mean, we had an unprecedented crash in the market in right. 2008. I mean, it was pretty wild, right? I know that a lot of this is people just worried that, that we're going down that path again, but that was a, that was a very like that was an anomalous kind of situation. It, it was like a perfect storm of things that had to happen to ha- to, to make that happen. Now, I don't see this ominous feel. I don't feel that in no. the market, right? I feel the market's healthy. Jobs are good. People are looking at homes. I mean, people well, feel good about the market right now. Yeah, I think. Uh you know, fear and confidence kind of sway the markets one way or another in the short term. But in the long run, I mean, there's just no denying that there's there's more jobs, there's, you know, the economy's doing better. And I think that's kind of like the underlying curve that's going up that, that is good, but there's always going to be little dips of people hearing, oh, rates are going up and all of a sudden, you know, stocks go up or down or whatever. But in the end, I mean, you can't really deny what's actually happening. And, and Andy, you could talk to, talk to this. I mean, the, the housing market's resilient. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, we went through something in 2008, and we're back, right, pretty much. And yeah, then, so if you look at all the statistics, uh, Berkshire Hathaway puts out a pretty good statistical platform, Yeah, uh, usually monthly or, or every two months. Our home prices have been increasing in value about 8% over the last three years, in Oakland County specifically, yeah. which means we're back to where we were in 2005. Right, right now. Right. So if you ever see, if you've ever looked at history, anytime something gets back to where it was, yep. it always exceeds it before yeah. it goes down. Of yeah. course. The S&P 500 is a perfect example. 100%. Mm-hmm. We're, we, we just shot right past where it was you know, previously. When, Which is when crazy hit, where it's at right now. I mean, it's really high. But is it? I mean, if the, if the economy is doing well and yeah. there's people putting money into the market, the thing about the market, too, is it's more, more accessible than it's ever been. Oh, yeah. You can you can start a fidelity account right now and buy a stock. Right. You don't have to go through a brokerage. Yeah, it is. Well, it, 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 it is a brokerage, to, but to you don't have point, to put the it call. It is in. easy. Yeah, there's Robinhood. There's all these other. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of platforms where you can invest. Technology's in. made it uh, very simple to buy. I mean, even look at buying houses, getting mortgages. Like, yeah. It, it, yeah. Everything's accessible. It's right at your fingertips. And I think if you look back to that point, like 2005, and the fact that the prices were where they were, I would say that. Back then, if anything was was higher than where it's at now, I mean, if you look at inflation and all that, the price. Of- oh God, <laughs> dude, yeah, we're, 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 we're recording. That's David Hall, Andy. He yeah, like, yeah. And his name's on the door, so he gets to do whatever. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. It breaks it up a little. No, bit. Nobody yeah. appreciates it. 
<laughs> no, I actually, I've, I've had people write in. Like really hey, like you guys aren't no, no, no. Live. People write in and complain. What I always say is, <laughs> if you don't like it, play better. His name's on the door. He was playing better yeah. at some point, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, he's a, yeah. When he's I was a, when I was in Double A, guys would always complain. Oh, what's the? You know, the big leaguers are making all this money. I'm as good as him. Blah blah. I said, if you don't like it, play better. That's it. Yeah. Or you can quit. Those yep. are your two options. I mean, that's a great way to look at it. You man. know, I mean, if you're not where you want to be, it's you got to look in the mirror a little bit, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's interesting. So um, one more topic I want to get into, and then we'll get into something fluff. Uh, credit scores. What should you know? I mean, look, we get we've been getting a lot of questions on credit scores. Yeah. Like, where's my credit? What 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 does it take to qualify? Um, can I get a, can I get approved with this or that? And so, I mean, you're really good at this, but like a lot of people go to Credit Karma right off the bat. Yeah. It's like I went to Credit Karma, my my credit score was this, and then all of a sudden we pull it, and it's like 20, 30 points, 40, 50 points lower, and they're like, well, whoa, 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 why is yeah. that? For right? better or worse, I mean, Credit Karma is is always inaccurate, I and mean, it's because they use a different scoring model. It's like Zillow. Exactly right. It's like using a Zillow estimate, yeah. right? Exactly. I mean, it will get you in a ballpark. Yep. It will tell you what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, but at the same point, it's not what we're looking at, and that's always. What do you mean I'm at, you know, a 680? I thought I was at 720. Well, yeah. You're not. Yeah. yeah. You know, well, the, the, that's when you you peel back the layers a little more than Credit Karma does. Right. Yeah. You, it's it, a, and more, like, we go deeper. Just, yeah, there's different weights assigned to different things that, unfortunately. It's just a different scoring model. What, what Credit Karma yeah. uses is not what we use as a lender. Right. And, you know, with that being said, I mean, it's a good tool, but try to, I mean, it's not really rocket science to do the right things to get your credit right yeah. you know it's okay pay your bills on time if mm-hmm. you have any past due bills pay them off right um and also at the same point try to keep your credit card balances low and you'll probably be in good shape i so, think i think what people don't understand about the the mortgage industry when they're going to get one on their home is they're the whoever's lending you that money owns that property <laughs> essentially <laughs> right yeah and yeah. you're paying them yeah, yeah. to own the property yourself right over 30 or 15 years yeah you don't pay us we're taking the house so they need to protect that asset Mm -hmm. right they need Mm -hmm. to protect that money yeah you you wouldn't just go give somebody 50 bucks (laughs) to go buy a cup of coffee right and say no you keep the change or whatever yeah and then he comes back and the uh, that coffee costs 50 bucks right no it didn't right you know right like if like if andy dirks never paid anyone back like if you like if you were like the guy that like borrowed money from Sal and Sal you you gave you 500 bucks and Sal comes to me and says man Andy has owed me 500 bucks for the last three years and and then all of a sudden Andy comes to me and says hey man I want five thousand dollars I'm not giving you five thousand yeah, right. dollars. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. It just I'll doesn't give you, work that way. Yeah, I'll give you five dollars. You give me five thousand. Yeah. 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 I mean it just it does it doesn't work. You know what I mean? So yeah. uh there is some a lot of misconceptions but to your point, the reality is your credit shows your reliability to pay back yeah. the debt. That's a fact. And right? With that yep. being said, the lenders are super, super generous in, in doing so. Yes. I mean, you can have had some bad things happen in your past, and yeah. they get it. America the is rules. one of those countries yeah. where we just think we should we, – we're, we're entitled, to, we're entitled yeah. to own a home. You yeah. let a $300,000 house go three years ago, mm-hmm. boom, FHA, let's go. Yeah. I will tell you that <laughs> lending, <laughs> like actual yeah. like mortgage lending is much more lenient than I would be with my money. Yeah. Honestly, that's a, that's the well reality. because it's a numbers game. They yeah. know they know they have to sell mortgages. Right, right. they have to well, to stay in business. They got to keep them pumping, and they're going to lose a few along the way. It's part of the part of the process, which right? is for me as an agent terrifying. For to have a buyer and they get pre qualified for four twenty, 
when I'm like, what do you want your monthly mortgage payment? That's what I always tell them. Right. That's it. What, what can you afford? Get a budget rolling yeah. monthly. Yeah. yeah. That's the advice, especially first time home buyers. What are you, what are you currently renting? You know, you know, yeah. the place you're renting, what do you pay? Well, it's you know, the most important. 800 bucks. Well, this mortgage is going to be 16. Exactly. Yeah. 1600. And some are you people comfortable are okay there? with that. Yeah. And some people are like, yeah. And I'm like, you're okay with not going out to eat, changing your lifestyle completely. <laughs> yeah. You know, no car. No, it's funny. Yeah, no car. You're going you're to take a bike now. Good luck work. getting a girlfriend. <laughs> right. You know, and oh, I got a cool bachelor pad. Yeah. No girlfriend <laughs> because I don't have any money to take her out on a date. Yeah. Sal. Man. What are you? You digging at me, dude? No, I didn't say anything. Oh. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I didn't say anything. But yeah, the uh, it, that's the most important question, and also will help them in their home buying process. If you say, "Hey, what's your? What are you thinking?" Well, they qualify for three hundred thousand, but they want an eight hundred dollar all in payment. Okay, let's talk to your agent about a hundred thousand dollar home. That's right. right. That's right. That's why you know, in, in any business, you, you can't be good at everything. So you you try to surround yourself with people who are really good at what they do. Always. Because in real estate, there's a lot of moving parts. You got title companies, For you got sure. mortgage, you got lenders, you got real estate agents. Who's your team? Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's who, very important. Who are the people that are working with you? Because you guys know as well as I do, in a business like this, communication is so key. Yeah, you get a, you get a con, you get something under contract, and you're trying to get a hold of that lender, right. and you call them, and you call them, dude, and you call them, and you're like, we're supposed to close in four days, no and we call. don't even yeah. have. We don't have any paperwork out to clients yet. Dude, no call. And you're like, now we got to push it back, but yeah. we don't know why. Or how about when you get someone under contract and all of a sudden they get their payments after yeah. the fact? And yeah. they're like, dude, I can't do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> you signed. You yeah. Know? So now that's we got to right. do this and play these games. And that's what, uh, that's what I think the sets apart everyone is just the communication and working with that team to get the deal done. Well, it's yeah. crazy. I mean, when you pick up the phone to call someone in a in a real estate transaction and you don't know who you're calling you don't know when it it's the most aggravating i mean agents do it right yeah. we call agents all the time like hey man we need an addendum yeah well hello i'm yeah. busy i'm showing homes i don't care okay someone's buying a house yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. you're not gonna have much more to show if you don't like help us out and make this client and that's where great. that's where you know a completely solo agent who's trying to do everything on their own you can't add the value you should. No, you need you gotta support. Have, you got to have people uh, in an office. People are afraid to ask for help. That is a fact. And yeah. the problem with that is is you don't gain knowledge. Right. Mm-hmm. I know I don't know everything. I know it as a fact. Mm-hmm. And that makes me more that, productive. And well, it's better because that's a good way to live. That's yeah. right. And anything, it, there's nothing worse than you have to be very careful of where you get information. Yeah. Yeah. Because there are people that will just start spewing and spewing and spewing. Right. Well, I took, I've taken classes on doing CMAs, which is a, a market analysis, is what you'd give your client to kind of show them the value of their yeah. house. Literally, the guy stood up there and told me, just overwhelm them with papers. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean overwhelm? He said, if you just have so much content in your CMA, they won't know what's, they going, won't on. Know what's going on and just think you're official. Jesus, And I'm dude. like, okay. dude, no. <laughs> yeah. That's wild. That uh, is, that and is that's not, his strategy. That is Confuse them. Because, okay, if you if you... If you uh, you know have three or four agents out your house, and this one guy just seems like he's just got all this knowledge and paperwork, some people might go with him. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a game. It's crazy. It's a, nothing is really black and white in this business, right? Yeah, it's all yeah. speculation. Mm-hmm. It's all uh, interpretations, mm-hmm. and to try and act like you do know it sometimes that exudes confidence to to a buyer, but it really does them no favors, right? Yeah, Start and there's a, there's things that seller. we do know, and there's things that we can control. 
right in, inside of our businesses, but it's not the market. Right. You know, so when I do a CMA, if somebody wants wants to sell their house in a year, what's my house worth? Well, it's going to be different in a year. Yeah, uh, right. you know, there's that's no, a fact. Right? I, I'm not going to give you a CMA and say your house is worth 585k right now, and then and then in a year it's worth 480. Well, you know what the answer yeah, to the right. question is? Well, it's going to be a little bit more or a little less. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the answer to that. Yeah. Uh, real quick, we're running out of time. Uh, real estate offer. Real estate agent offers 250 dollars in tacos for a home buying perk. This lady made like headlines all over the place because she offered two hundred fifty dollars in tacos. I what? love tacos. Yeah, I mean, value. I would buy a house. I might have bought that house. Right? It's all about adding value. I mean, you got to <laughs> add. You know, I mean, I mean it's crazy what people are doing to sell houses. So, Andy, um, please tell the audience how they can get a hold of you, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I use my personal cell phone for my business. Smart, because I need to be accessible to my clients, and that's two four eight five one five five nine seven five. Two four eight five one five five nine seven five. I have a website that's linked to the MLS. I pay for it. And I give it to you for free. It's Andy Dirks Homes plural dot com. Andy Dirks Homes dot com. Got Andy. Thank you for being on the show, man. You've you been got great. It, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, please check us out on liveonrealestate.com. Like, share our podcast, iTunes. Sal, you look fantastic today. Sal, <laughs> dance, dance a little yeah. bit, man. Dance. I want to see you dance. Dance for you guys. Come on, All yeah. Right, man. Sal is not rhythmic. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't know how to dance. <laughs> Listen, He's man, not I'm athletic. A- but he looks good. Zero. So he needs to make some money to get that woman, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah look at him. That's, that's, <laughs> He's a very it, motivated man. individual. <laughs> yeah. yeah, boys. All right, guys. Have a good day. I can't, I can't stop listening to this song, though. It's I'm so be good. It's, it's so much. good. This brings back so many memories for me. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, I used to just love Rocky. I mean, Rocky's I watched the best. Rambo. Sylvester Stallone was a stud, man. He was a bad dude. Ooh, yeah. Five, six. Rocky was hot, man. That guy was unbelievable. All right. I got I got to turn this off, guys. Love you. Bye. <laughs>